Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hello, it's Christopher Yule from 10MinuteStockTrader.com with another podcast today. Today we're going over what happened in Netflix after earnings. It's the 10MinuteStockTrader.com podcast. Okay, so if you follow the markets at all, you'll have noticed, you know, Netflix, it, uh, it reported earnings like this, this past, well, on July 17th. And uh, yeah, it was a big move down, huge move down. And then the following session, um, it was a huge move back up. I mean, it was like, I think it was about a 40 or $50 uh, drop in the stock price immediately following the earnings release. And then by the end of the next day, it was down like $13. It's crazy, right? Uh, and, and, and the volume was like five times what it usually is on that day. So somebody was eagerly buying all the Netflix shares they could. But what I want to do in this article was I wanted to go over the trade recommendations, well not recommendations, but trade ideas that I had made uh, in June coming up to the Netflix earnings. And uh, what's really interesting about it is that these are both options trades, both high probability trades, and if, if you had put both of these on, they both would have been a winner. And that's why options trading is so cool. A bearish position would have won, a bullish position would have won. Either direction you would have taken, either stance you would have taken, would have won. If you had combined the two and made an iron condor in this trade, that would have been a huge winner. So either way, um, I wrote an article for Money and Markets and wanted to, uh, to read it to you guys. Now, as usual, I like to go off script, so you may see, hear me say a few things here and there that, that aren't in the actual article itself. But if you're looking to find the article, you can go to moneyandmarkets.com slash happened dash Netflix. Now the article is called, Did You See What Happened to Netflix? Netflix, excuse me, let me start over. Netflix, which is where I spend most of my evenings, suffered a large decline in its share price after its second quarter earnings announcement. Revenue missed while earnings per share exceeded estimates. The overriding issue here that took down the price had to do with missing subscriber additions and the threat of additional competition from Fox, Disney, and other content providers and creators. Not only that, but if your household has anything like, if your household's anything like mine, I am pay, I'm personally paying for five different people to have access to my Netflix account. Now, this fits in their terms of service, and you may know several other, other households that are doing the same, and that's kind of the problem, right? They've made it so easy that we can share, going off script here, they've made it so easy that we can share accounts that you know, they're losing subscribers when they really could be adding more. Now, on June 29th, I wrote an article on two high-probability trades, trade ideas in Netflix going into earnings. Each one of these trades had a probability of profit of 70%, and as of July 18th, both of these would have been profitable with three days until expiration. Now, for those of you who are bearish on Netflix, which has gone up over 100% this year, so why wouldn't you be bearish, right? They must have been overjoyed that the House of Cards, that's in quotes, uh, was finally tumbling down after the stock had been up more than 100% in the first half of the year. The setup was to sell a July 435 call and buy a Ju July 440 call. Let me, let me say that again better. The setup was to sell a July 30 435 call and buy a July 440 call for $117 in credit. 
leaving a max loss of 300, well, a max risk of $383. Well, it's not a max loss. Or less than one share of Netflix. And that's the kind of cool part of options trading, right? So in order to have done this with, with just the stock, you'd have had to short sell one share. And the share is like over $400. And then it would have had to go down $117 in order to make the same amount of money as this one options trade does. And you only had to put up $383 of risk. This trade works so well that it's currently worthless, meaning a full winner to the options seller. So if you had bought this trade, you would have been, you would have been out $117. But because we sold this trade, we took in $117 in credit and we got to keep it. Now for those of who, those who were bullish on Netflix, thinking that trend was their, man, I am just having a hard time reading today. <laughs> but those who were bullish on Netflix, thinking the trend was their friend, probably were a bit worried when they went to bed after seeing the earnings impact. However, as the day went on, Netflix went up from a low of 344 to end the day at 379.48, down just 5.24% from the prior close with more than five times the average volume. Now, like I said earlier, somebody was eagerly buying this dip. The bullish trade setup was to sell a July 372.5 put and buy a 370 put. This trade would have begun the day as a potential full loser, no doubt. But as of the close on July 17th, it was out of the money. Now with a few days to go, it's possible that it may expire worthless, may expire worthless, also being a full winner. Now when I say out of the money, options, when you sell them, you're wanting them to stay out of the money. If they are in the money, that means the option buyer is actually collecting or, or growing in value uh, in a linear fashion. Penny by penny, it goes in the value or in the money. The option price is going to go up. So if you sold it, you're selling it, wanting it to go down in price. So if it expires worthless, that means you, as the seller, get to keep all the money. Now both of these trades sold a 30 delta option. Now by using the 30 delta, each setup has a 70% probability of profit. So we know even before clicking the submit order button that we have a great trade on our hands regardless of any moving averages, signals, fundamentals, or any technical indicators. Now, it's key not to be emotional, but rather to let the probabilities play out, just as the put spread would have gone from a full loser to a full winner within one trading session. Now, by trading options, you're giving yourself one of the greatest advantages you can when trading stocks, putting the probabilities in your favor. Now, it's true that it doesn't always work out this well, but this is a great example how by using the resources that are already in your broker trading platform, you can be an even better trader. I just love, I love when things work out this way because it just shows how an options article or an, an options trade, even with this article, how we were talking about two different directional trades, um, they both won. I mean, there's an overlapping area where both of these would have been profitable and that's where it ended and that's that's the amazing part about options you can take a stance and it doesn't have to be a strong stance it can be you know it can be a small directional play or it can be big you can go big and risk a lot to do it too that's that's your call but you can set up options trades to be as profitable as you want and take as much risk to get as much reward as you're looking to do so that wraps up today's podcast I've been your host, Christopher Ewell. Thank you so much for stopping by. And it would mean the absolute world to me if you would go onto iTunes or whatever platform that you're using and give me a nice five-star rating. I would really appreciate it. I mean, I'm trying so hard to make sure that I'm delivering as much value as possible to you guys. And if you have any feedback, please feel free to send me an email. 
love to hear what's going on in your world. Uh, my email is chris at 10minutestocktrader.com or hit me up on social media, 10 Minute Trading on Instagram, 10 Minute Trading on Twitter. Um, I'm there. Anywhere you want to look, you can find me. Um, thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. And again, like I said, thanks for stopping by. That wraps up today's 10MinuteStockTrader.com podcast. I've been your host, Chris you, and thanks for stopping by. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not or is it intended to be trading or investment advice or recommendation that any instrument or strategy is suitable for all persons. Trading securities can involve high risk and potential for total loss of principal. No investment or financial advice is given and no investment recommendations are made. Investment information may not be suitable for all investors and provided without the audience's financial sophistication. For more information, please visit 10MinuteStockTrader.com slash legal. Thanks for stopping by.